it is another episode of the Jedi Sorter. I am your host, Jay Larson, and joining me as always is my co-host, Patrick Whiting. Hello, Patrick. Howdy, Jay. How are you doing? Not too bad. Uh, made it through another week, so that's, that's good. Made it through another... There's still a few more days left. That's true, but I'm going to tell myself that even though I work every day, that this is the weekend, and... <laughs> uh, yeah. And it is, it is kind of amusing. My, uh, um, my weekdays and weekends look fairly similar, but <laughs> that's okay. It's just days. Yeah. They're all just days. They're all just days. That's fair. So I had a couple of things in the, that came up in gameplay that we can talk about with rules. We'll, uh, you might, I don't know if you have some too, but, um, first, first one I'll bring up is we've, we've talked about being engaged and, uh, wounded people and engaging and, mm-hmm. um, et cetera. But an, another example of when you're uh, within two of a wounded model, you're, you're still engaged. And that is, um, so if you have a hunker token mm-hmm. and then move up with someone that is wounded, you still lose said hunker token unless you're playing general Obi-Wan. That's true. It's sometimes quite frustrating. It can be. Yeah. Um, so that was just something I wanted to, I've, I think I've been playing that correctly for a while, but it's, it's something that I think that it's easy to forget or that people could easily be playing wrong on accident. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a nuance for sure. And, uh, the penalty of, of engagement. Yeah. That came, that came up for me. I, I just played a game today and, uh, it, um, I had to remind myself, well, if I take, or not take cover, if I do defensive maneuvers, I'm still going to end up in melee and I will not get my hunker token. Or, and or. I did not get my hunker token. But that's okay. It's okay. Sometimes you don't get everything. Yeah. So. The next one is twice the pride, double the fall. Uh, I had played this incorrectly in the past. Um, or I had, I mean, I guess I misunderstood the triggers. And so I, I probably missed some triggers that I could have taken advantage of because I misunderstood the rule. So on this one, after a melee attack targeting an ally character within range two is resolved, this unit may use this ability. If the attack roll contained no success results, one character in this unit may dash and then may make the five dice uh, melee attack targeting the attacking character. So what I had, as an example, uh, if if we rolled our dice and I had uh, three successes and you had three successes, I had initially thought that that meant that uh, I would not be able to trigger twice the pride, but that's not correct. The three, uh, my, the, the three blocks, uh, counteract the three successes and they both get removed from the pool. And, um, I would therefore then be able to use twice the pride that pulled the fall. It's true. Yeah. And, uh, once, yeah, once all the dust settles, if there are no successes remaining, just See whatever's left. Yep. If there are no strikes, then you don't even have to use his reactive ability. 
which um, I think is really nice when that happens. Occasionally it happens, and I I don't have to spend any uh, force point to cancel out successes, but it still feels nice to cancel successes with, with an ability you have on a card. Patrick reminded me that uh, that ability has of Dooku's has been uh, errated. And yeah, surely you can do better. Yeah. yeah, surely you can do better. And so it no longer says target, and so you don't have to do it at the very beginning before you, you see the uh, dice roll. It works as you would expect it would instead of uh, what is unintuitive. Yes, yeah. I think even for people who know about the errata, and I'm mostly speaking about myself, and regularly try to not forget that, sometimes you just look at the cards or you get in the habit of looking at those cards, and you do what the card says, and you forget, or somebody doesn't know that the errata, because they're new, uh, is there, and that Dooku uh, has had a small update to to that rule. So that's kind of impressive. There's there's been very few um, errata so far. Yeah, a few. And there was another one that came out like today or yesterday. And it was very, very minor, just a small clarification. And I think it's just mostly, mostly for that. Um, and it, it is with the Magna Guard, so it's still within the twice the pride pack. I think the only thing that they did is they just separated that the allied primary characters within two and allied secondary characters within two of a character in this unit gains cover one, where that just sort of was lumped together. So make sure you. Keep looking at the uh, errata, but there's not a whole lot there. As you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so did you have uh, any rules? Any stuff? sort of? Uh, um, I think we've running into a couple of nuances, but nothing that I I think is we've been able to suss out over here when playing, um, but. I guess the closest thing I have for the rules corner is uh, the, the all of the models and all of these releases. There's there's so many permutations, and with the newest packs that came out, Padme and the Cad Bane, there are a surprisingly large number of triggers and sort of chains yeah. of triggers that you can push and is a good idea slowly and look at those especially with with sort of the um, attack timing chart if you need it and uh be be sure that you're getting the most out of your combinations or you know that you're not overdoing any one of the timing windows with with too many reactive abilities because you just get the one but there's a lot of triggers going on right now i'm, I'm seeing so uh, I think just going going through all those slowly to reiterate. Um, it's about all I have at the moment. There's so much to explore, so I haven't I haven't gotten to to see it all yet. I suspect next week we will. I'll have more to share. All right. So our main topic for the episode is um, springing forth out of uh, something that I did not expect, and so. I, <laughs> I I I decided that I was there were two primary characters I thought would 
potentially be interesting to, for us to discuss on upcoming episodes. And one was Illuminara, and one was Mace Windu. And so um, I said, you know, why not uh, try playing these two together? And uh, for all of the bad-mouthing that I have given Luminara so far on the podcast, um, <laughs> it turns out that I actually like her a fair bit. And this also kind of comes on the back of um, me playing more of the Grand Inquisitor lately. And mm. um, I, I will say that, so I think that the Grand Inquisitor is, I I just like his model. I like uh, I, I like the Sith, etc. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the Luminar is a stronger model than the Grand Inquisitor is. Um, oh, I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so one of the one of the overarching thoughts I had with it was, um, you know, I think that there's Atomic Mass Games has has put a lot of devel- development hours into the game, mm-hmm. and I don't I think that it would well, A, it would be impossible for them to achieve perfect balance in a game like this. Um, and, and B, I don't think it's even as a desirable goal. But yeah. I, I do think that they've done a surprisingly good job of not having characters that are like wildly too strong or characters that are, are too weak. And so... Patrick, I'll let, I'll let you jump in. Um, I know when we were prepping for this, you said that you could think of, of one model that gets the thumbs down from you. And yeah, you, you I, didn't say who, who it was. So I'm, I'm excited to, to hear more. So the, the model that I think I still have a hard time with, uh, and I, I want to be positive, but there's, it requires so much extra work to get them to do what so many characters do effortlessly um and that's the third sister i think mm. that i think that her design is um it feels like i don't know it feels the thing that comes to mind i'll say it this way the thing that comes to mind is i'm watching an episode of the great british bake-off and i've got paul hollywood coming up to the table here and there's third sister and what whatever third sister's concocted it's got a soggy bottom and he's just looking at uh. her with disappointment and um just the, the the fierce blue eyes of disappointment and i feel like her design is just sort of a soggy bottom that it's not finished or underdone half baked um but to her credit i think the character um of third sister i do think her kit thematically kind of matches <laughs> take from that what you will but uh i i think i think she's sort of not good and i don't know i, I don't uh, know i when mean that will change sure i i do think that so i think there's a few um things to discuss on that topic mm-hmm. um first off I, I do think that there are some models like Django that are just very strong models that um that do a lot and it doesn't really matter what list they're in they're just going to perform well Mm -hmm. and then i think there are other models that 
and I mean, I guess I need to play Luminara in more of this, but I had initially, I, I think there's some models that they're waiting for the right pairing with the rest of their list to perform really well. And so I, I do feel like Luminara in particular has, has worked well with Mace Windu. Um, I don't think that she's unique in that. I think that there's going to be a lot of models that probably work well with Mace Windu. Um, but I, I do think it's important to note that there's, there are likely models that release now that at release, especially here at the start of the game, even though we are getting a lot of releases here at the start, um, that, um, some of their potential isn't going to be unlocked until more models are, are released. And so there's, there's some, some models that have a, to be determined uh, portion of them, it feels like. Are you, are you uh, putting third sister in the? I'm GDP? I'm not I'm not sure what would have to come out to make third sister better or viable. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, maybe something. Yeah, I don't know. She's I don't like her bottom reactive ability or fear betrays you, especially where you can remove uh, conditions to get extra dice. Yeah. Especially if you have Vader casually take two damage that dice. Yeah. Yeah. Since she has uh, to go along with somebody. Yeah. Um so she might she might just be on the low end of the power curve, but she might. Um most she's not every... unplayable. She's no, not unplayable. yes, I would I would say that's I would say that's true. Um yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm curious, Patrick. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about this topic before starting the record. Um, what have been some of your thoughts or your experiences with this uh, theme or train of thought? Yeah, I I don't know even where to begin. I there's a lot that, and I to your point, I think um, as as things come out, um, everything. Everything looks new every time something comes out, which is really fun and also a little overwhelming, but more fun than, than anything. I've been itching to try Luminara again. So I'm curious, you know, as we continue what to hear more about your, your uh, experiences of her on the table have been and maybe a, a few sort of takeaways. Um, but I, 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 I got to see, um, I've gotten to see Mace. When we, I've played Mace a bunch, and I've seen Mace played a fair few times now, and I've mirrored Mace into Mace as well. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty. I wasn't sure what I was gonna think of Mace Windu, and I really like Mace Windu. He is very strong. He goes into a lot of lists well. Um, he he doesn't seem to have a bad a bad pairing. He's a little bit limited on who he can bring with him but i don't know that i i'm upset by that um i think i'm even our 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 currently like most notorious overhyped model general grievous i'm i'm actually really interested in general grievous with with more stuff out and i'm very excited to see see where those ideas go uh he's an outstanding model so getting to put him on the table is exciting um i have been progressively um underwhelmed by 
Darth Vader, which I didn't think was going to happen. Um, so I guess that's that's another thing for the topic of, or at least where where our conversation is going to go. I, I I like Darth Vader, but I'm I'm finding that he's just not as versatile as I want my characters to be. I like versatility a lot. That's something I value in what I look for, and he has has not held up for me as much as I thought he would. Darth Vader hasn't held up. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. I will say that um, I I do kind of feel like um, I I do need to play more of the droids. Um, they've definitely had. So I, I guess this is this leads into another uh, kind of related topic that I think is is worth talking about. Um, I do need to play more droids, and I'm I'm looking forward to doing so. Um, however, I think that the droids might be. Um, they, they might just not fit my play style, which is fine. I think that there's in, in any miniatures game that gets a, a large enough size, there gets to be certain models that are undeniably good, but that don't fit a personal preference of how I want to play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I suspect that might be the case with, with the droids. I, I want to play more games with them to see. Um, another one that, you know, my, one of my most common opponents, he, he loves to play Mother Talzin. And I haven't yet played her because I've been practicing other stuff, Mm -hmm. but there's things that I think look really cool about her. And then there's things that I look at her and I'm like, I don't know that I'm going to like this character because... I'm I'm concerned that she's not going to be as mobile as I want one of my characters, one of my primary characters to be. Mm-hmm. Um, which again is is you know my my friends having a great time, having great success with her. Um, that's again another example of um, preferences between models and play styles. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, do you do you have any thoughts on that particular? vein of topic um i don't i'm kind of i'm well in terms of mother talson i'm kind of in the camp that you are i've played her a couple times and uh i i know we're gonna talk about some things that i i've you know how things look versus how things are uh when i first looked at talson i thought that she would be a lot more um i guess active on the board uh and yeah, that hasn't been the case. I don't know why I thought she'd be more active. I guess that, you know, I see a reposition. I see, um, some reactive, uh, style abilities that, that let her kind of scoot around a little bit. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm, I feel like maybe she's a character who's waiting for a mission pack that hasn't been released yet. And I think that might be true for a couple of, a couple of other characters as well. Um, uh, I did get to see the handmaidens played today with that whole Padme pack, and I wasn't yeah. previously hyped on Padme all that much, but sweet lord, um, that is that's an exciting, it's a very exciting pack. I think that that might be one of the the most interesting packs to me yet, and I am surprised I'm saying so. Uh, I remember saying that she seemed a little bit more straightforward, a little bit more than, than Cad Bane. And I don't know that that's true. At least 
her pack anyway. That the whole sort of uh-huh. um, royal, she's, royal she guard seems, there. She seems in particular uh, a model that is going to well reward good positioning of your models, which yeah. I don't, which I don't think is necessarily an easy skill to master. It's it's not going to be an easy skill, but I think I I think she's going to be one of the the squads where uh, you know if you put the time in, and I think it'll be a rewarding adventure too. Like uh-huh. sometimes I look at a character and I think, man, that is some cool stuff. But I can see like Cad Bane. I I think that the the road to hell with Cad Bane is going to be a harder one. Then the road to hoe or harder. It's going to be a challenging one, and it may not always be fun. But I think Padme. It's just going to be a, a really exciting um, opportunity. The amount of stuff that happens across the four models, the four characters, is kind of overwhelming. And my opponent did a really good job of of just sort of taking them out and and seeing what they can do and i honestly it was hard to keep up with what was happening when it, there was just so much so much cool stuff and that the coordinated fire of just the two damage right kind of nut, kind of nuts jay it's kind of yeah, I, I believe kind of nuts <laughs> um as, and it, it led to like a whole other sort of realization and something where you know Wanting to use the Shatterpoint card for a particular sort of thing, you, how that Shatterpoint card is going to get used is going to really, really start to grow. Um, and by that, I mean first we, we got Mace Windu, who really kind of the Shatterpoint is is kind of his jam, right? But uh, that that's his shtick is he gets to do that, do different stuff with that card. However. Um, to get a lot out of that coordinated fire ability, and I think it's worth worth doing. Um, you're not going to use the Shatterpoint card on Padme as much as you're going to use it on on Sabe or the um, the two sort of support models, the Nabu Royal Handmaidens. You're you want to get more activations out of them if you can, and if you position right, like you said, Jay, or um, really really take a lot and they, they play a lot with terrain too which is kind of fun so if you are playing the board and and positioning well they're going to be just a nightmare to play against and just a whole bunch of fun to play with they're they're cool i i think i think i might be playing with them a lot more in in the, the future here they they surprised me they surprised me a lot I assume her ability is a reactive ability. Is that correct? So she's got a bunch. She's got the full sort of suite. She's got an active ability. She's got a reactive ability, which is yeah, the coordinated same, fire. Yeah, the coordinated yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so when playing against her, uh, granted this is always true. You always want to wound your opponent's primaries, but and, and she's potentially going to be especially hard to do that to. Um, but I think that... Getting a wound on um, her could be movie bueno. Yeah, you. It's it's definitely something you want to do, and uh, I think I think um, yeah, it, it's important to prioritize. 
It's also kind of hard to prioritize. I wanted to attack her, and I did, and I wounded her, but even then, like, it doesn't really feel like it slows her down, and then it's it's hard to know when and who to focus on. It feels like a little... It, I mean, it's like it's like a, a nightmare. Um, I, and then, I, I don't know. To me, what I saw and what I think is possible is just very, very exciting, and um, I'm not sure... They're just they they do they do something very to me at least unique or or slightly new or a new take on on something. They're just very mobile. They're I, I don't know. I'm not quite, I haven't collected my thoughts on them, but since we're kind of shooting from the hip here, um, uh, I I I'm excited. I think that I underestimated what they could do. It's and and I love when I do that because it's to get excited like I am now. And that's fair. Yeah. 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 Um, as, are there, are there a, a couple of other characters for you, Jay, that you feel maybe less hot on than, than you were at first? Or, or, I mean, what's, what's your take on Are that? we saying like initial read and then, um, after playing them and less excited or, or what do you? Yeah. Why not both? Yeah. Okay. You, you take that as you may. Okay. Um, so looking at primaries, um, of the, there's, there's still a few, I, I, you know, especially since, you know, we have, um, a bunch of models that are, um, that just barely released. Um, I, I haven't had a chance to play everything yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, first off, I was, and we'll come back to this, I guess, but, I would say that there have been more characters that I have undervalued and ended up liking more than characters that I have uh, ended up overvaluing and, and liking less. So I think mm-hmm. that's I think that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to play more Asag, um, okay. but one of my initial reactions is that I think that I maybe like her less than what I had initially thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then the other bigger obvious one is going to be Grievous. And there's a, a big, and I, I feel like I say this every time I talk about Grievous, but <laughs> there's a, a big part of that that like, I just struggle a lot with his base size. And <sighs> it's, it's by far the thing that I um, dislike the most. Um, out of all of his, uh, everything about his character. So. Can't fit always everywhere. Yeah. I mean, and it's, you know, especially with the terrain, the, the official terrain or not official, but terrain produced by atomic mass games that's come in the core box or in the, the two terrain expansion packs. There are a lot, a lot of terrain configurations where it's difficult for the larger bases to get up by the scenario points, which wouldn't be as big of a deal if, you know, this game wasn't so scenario reliant and everything is geared around playing scenarios and contesting and being on spots. And if you can't get to those spots, then you're in a really bad position. And, and that kind of ties into my, what I didn't like about Mother Talzin, you know, my, my friend who loves her, He's like, you know, other than her mobility, she's great. And I'm like, well, 
Sure. I mean, but I, my, my paradigm or mindset is that her mobility is not her mobility, but mobility in general, um, is one of the most important parts of a character and important parts of winning the game since being able to get around the board is, you know, it, I, I think the way I phrase it to him is that, you know, other than the most important way that you win the game, which is by moving your characters onto control points, she's great, but it's kind of a big deal that she struggles to, you know, to have that mobility to control points. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm curious with you, are, what are some models that you've potentially liked uh, less than you expected you were going to? Well, Vader, Vader's one. Um, okay, yeah. I I feel I, I mean I, 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 I real quick I have to I have to interject a please. hot take here. Um, you're probably not going to consider it that hot of a take. Um, but I've I've said it to a few of our local people and they were kind of aghast that I would say this heresy. But I I think that Anakin's better than Vader. Oh, I think that is true. Absolutely true. Um, I, was, I actually had that conversation just today. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, Anakin is at least locally. I'm, I, I can't speak obviously to other places, but Anakin is one of the least played primary characters locally. I, well, I, and I get that. I, I think it's, he's a character that I'm, I'm, I'm currently looking at to play with Padme just because I, I think you, you discussed a lot, one of the last times we spoke. Um, but I mean, it, it's just, I think it's just, a strong strong coupling um i think anakin is really good and i think um he his the, he gets a bad rap for being slow and rightfully so but there's so much stuff now there's yeah, so many so many things that are um offering movement that i i don't i don't know that that's really a drawback anymore um so yeah, I think he's very strong. Uh, the the Padme pack also needs more or wants more force available to them, uh, so he he definitely helps with that. Granted, he doesn't store a whole lot of force, but um, he uh, he plays well with what they do. He 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 plays pretty well with what they do. Um, no, I. I I agree. I think Anakin is better than Vader. Um, it, I, sorry, uh, I, I feel like I interrupted your your train of thought. I don't know if you can get back on on target um, or not. <laughs> no, I, I'm going through I'm going through kind of what I've been playing, um, and the things that I are maybe I'm I was because I think that they look really cool, and I think they have sort of fun appeal and that's overall just the inquisitors in general um i think uh, maybe i was a little bit overhyped about them and i and i set the bar a little bit higher than i ought to have uh but they they haven't been they haven't kept my attention as much as i thought they would um and i will i I will say though that Go ahead. That they're still. I think that there's still one. There's still lots to enjoy there. There's still lots to explore there, and and they're by no means terrible. They're just not as. Right. I'm not as excited about them as I thought I would be. 
Um, yeah, I, so I, I, we said that one of the kind of storming ideas was that we would maybe talk a little bit about, uh, you know, how our judgments or evaluations of certain models have changed, et cetera. And, um, I do kind of feel like if I, now that I've, there's, there's still some characters I need to play more, et cetera. And I do think that the Grand Inquisitor is better than I had given him credit for. <laughs> Uh, but here comes the here comes the butt. Oh no! <laughs> I I still think he's probably the worst primary in the game right now. The worst primary, just in terms of just overall impact and contribution to, or just like if you I don't know if if you slot in basically any other primary into your squad, you will have a better chance of winning than if you had kept the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, it might be true. <laughs> um, maybe not. I yeah, it might not be true. And then some of these, you know, obviously there's certain lists that the Grand Inquisitor is going to be in better than any ex random yeah. character. Um, they're doing a good job of keeping keeping things kind of. I I think a small as well and intact. Yeah. The other while we're on the topic of Inquisitors, um, this is. I guess another uh, example of a topic where I think that I maybe initially viewed them too kindly or maybe initially read them too high, but fourth and fifth sister, uh, fourth sister, fifth brother. Mm -hmm. I do like these models, but I do kind of feel like most of the time you're better off taking a different support unit. I feel like single support is, is tricky. Yeah, it's it's worse than I expected. Um, getting the fewer attacks, and I realize that Fifth Brother is going to have higher quality attacks than, you know, in theory, than some of them. But also, like, it, you know, the the winning ties on scenarios is great, but if it's, you know, your support unit versus my support unit, and yours has two models and mine has one, then they're just isn't a tie for me to win. <laughs> and that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder, like, I wonder lots of things about the inquisitors, whether they, they had some external influence in their design. And what does, what does that mean? So I, if I remember right, I think will, uh, had reached out to, um, folks at like lucas arts or something um or whatever whatever the acronym is and uh they helped um they helped contribute to the concepts and designs of the characters at large and i don't know what that looks like in the background yeah, um, yeah. and um and, and, and i think and i guess what i mean to say by with, with that and it's an important distinction too because I look at all of the characters within like a with with a couple of different lenses, and in terms of capturing, at least for me, the theme of the character, just really pulling them out of the media and putting them in the game, I think that they've done a fantastic job at at that so far with practically yes. everybody. Yeah. Um, and sometimes like the theme doesn't you know not, and and to what you were saying earlier too, Jay, 
not everything is going to be the pinnacle of everything. The everything in Star Wars universe isn't the best thing, and every everybody's got a different sort of part to play in the whole uh, scheme of things. And and so yeah, not every model is going to be the most impactful, but they have done uh, a consistently wonderful job of marrying the character to the mechanics and making them feel kind of alive within the game. They did a good job with doing that in Marvel, but I think that they've done uh, an exceptional job uh, with, with Star Wars. And um, so with, with that lens, I think that the Inquisitors are a huge success in terms of their efficacy in the game style. They maybe, you know, what would, would require a lot more dedicated effort and, and, and play and understanding that they're, they're at a little bit of a hin- of a of a hindrance, we'll say, I guess, um, than than maybe otherwise. But um, I I do try to look at at everything with with a few different perspectives, and and so yeah, the, they haven't been exciting for me, but I do appreciate that they're in the game, and I do appreciate that they did a good job with capturing them. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So we are. Uh, running up on time on this episode. So let's give some closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Well, um, I am higher than ever on Ahsoka. Every time I don't take Ahsoka, I feel like I'm missing out. <laughs> Ahsoka is a primary or? Yeah, Ahsoka the primary Jedi. Anymore. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like I definitely undervalued her. Um, and there's every time I play the game, I just think if I had Ahsoka, I could do these things. I really would like to be playing Ahsoka to do these things. I think Ahsoka is really good. Um, so there's that. And then I'm very, very, very excited to play the Padme box. Yeah. 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 I'm, I guess this is, uh, another good topic to round out on, but, um, I, there's just a lot of exciting stuff to play right now. And so there's, there's been a lot of releases here at the launch of the game. And I feel like I have months of playing to do before I'm going to be anywhere close to, uh, where I feel like I have a good grasp on stuff. <laughs> so, which is nice. I, I mean, I'm, it's, it's, it feels like they're, they're doing the launch of the game, uh, well, in my opinion. I agree. Yep. I agree. All right. Well, let's go and wrap up there. Uh, as always, if you are not signed up for the Patreon, you should do so. Uh, you're going to get to, uh, listen to the episodes a week early. And also there is our bonus episode this week. We're going to talk about Luminara and, uh, talk about why Uncovered. I have, have started liking her more. Um, as always, check out discountgamesinc.com for your gaming needs and uh, amazing prices and uh, stay tuned for next week yep to be continued